History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Yeah, 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 here I am on Taco Tuesday. Social media was back up today, so I posted some Taco Tuesday wisdom today. The fact that if you're going to eat a taco, eat it over an open tortilla so that the, the yummy drippings land on top of a tortilla and you got yourself another taco. <laughs> I'm committed to actually uh, finding some ways in which I can share content during the show that makes you smile, gives you uh, a, a good cheer because we just really don't have enough um, we don't have enough good news stories to talk about on this show. But, hey, I would love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Uh, we are streaming live right now on uh, the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Um, speaking of Facebook, I'm, I said last night, I said that I, I called it the I called this Facebook story the Facebook hoax. Uh, I said that uh, in some way I thought it was more going to be about I said it was definitely about pushing a, a lefty agenda. I really thought it was going to be when when uh, this whistleblower was pushing out that they were looking at profits over safety, that her initial reports of what she was going to be talking about were really about tying things to January 6th and how Facebook allowed these domestic terrorists to operate. And I just said, you know, this is this smacks of um, this being about getting into an area to where there's going to be increased regulations. And I thought it was going to be more specifically to January 6th. It wasn't. It's about more than that. But that's the end game. Once again, I'm correct. I got to bring in my man who I, I don't think I've been I've been wrong yet. And of course, I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. Speaking of proving, you know, stop proving yourself right cuz I, I I long for the day when you're wrong and we can actually see great things happen in this country. Yeah, well, I I was um I think I was wrong at one point and I can't remember what it was now because it's so rare for me to be wrong. That's how that's how wise I'm such a sage. Um not unlike the sage of South Central, a different version. I'm a Southern sage. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually was wrong about something. I don't remember. Were you? I don't remember what I, it was. See, I, I was wrong once in the years that I've been doing the show. <laughs> D, Skins and I are going to ponder what we, what would that might have been about. Um, so oh, I think it was about uh, a movie soundtracks. You're, you're way off on that. No, I'm absolutely right on, on that, on the soundtrack. Mo- soundtracks are not theme music like Star, Star Wars. Uh, okay? Your but record anyway, stores would disagree okay, with you. Well, we're going to move on to something more more relevant than um, although Shatner is going up in space uh, next week. Here is Facebook's uh, statement today. Today, a Senate Commerce Subcommittee held a hearing with a former product manager at Facebook who worked for the company for less than two years, had no direct reports, never attended a decision point meeting with C-level executives and testified more than six times to not working on the subject matter in question. We don't agree with her characterization of the many issues she testified about. However, despite all this, after they run her, run her into the ground as somebody who didn't know anything at all about the operations and just is a bubble-headed blonde, they go on to say, we agree on one thing. 
It's time to begin to create standard rules for the Internet. It's been 25 years since the rules for the Internet have been updated. And instead of expecting the industry to make societal decisions that belong to legislatures, it's time for Congress to act. Facebook probably, she probably never worked at Facebook. They probably, you know, held a casting session and contacted some casting directors out of L.A. and said, who can you send us? It's going to look good on camera. It's going to seem credible, seem like somebody we, you know, had at Facebook. Facebook so that they could use the ruse of a whistleblower. I mean, this is this is not unlike Vinman and that whole ruse that was um, a a, a ruse for impeachment with um, uh, some installed spy in there as the whistleblower in order for the end game being impeachment. Right. I mean, there was an end game here that was clearly at play. And this is about continuing and, and particularly it ties in. With the other big news story of the day, which is Attorney General Merrick Garland announcing that he's going to use the DOJ to go around and work with U.S. attorneys offices to target parents that are speaking out at school board meetings to target them as domestic terrorists because they're supposedly, quote, attacking school boards. Since when is going and speaking your mind and your opinion at a school board meeting or at a city council meeting, which you have every right to do, since when is that an attack? There has not been one physical attack on anybody in a school board. There have been parents dragged out. There have been parents that have been attacked. But the but see, parents have only been speaking up. Well, and that's the key point here, isn't it? Because right now, the FBI and the DOJ, they have weaponized speech. Because what they've done is weaponize political opinion, weaponize political opposition. And they are, and the DOJ and Merrick Garland made it specific that these attacks are around critical race theory. Right? Because what's happened here is that these parents going and expressing their opinion, including teenagers, like we had the teenager up in Temecula who um, had a white mom and a black dad who spoke. Well, she was one of the, be- the better speakers at these school board meetings. It's had success. It's had results. So now they've got to treat every parent out there like they've treated everybody who was wandering around the Capitol on January 6th, just like they had to treat Michael Flynn. As a domestic terrorist, that's what that's what the game is, is weaponizing. You know, what's this is why we've got political prisoners in this country, why we've got a judge. This is just like the judge who wouldn't release somebody who had been arrested at the Capitol because this person still maintained the political opinion and dare to speak the political opinion that the election wasn't legitimate in in November 2020. Am I too far off, Andrea? I really and I hate even saying this, but it really begs the question I, I think at the current moment unless things change freedom of speech is dead in this country well it's been dead a while and you know what speaking of facebook it was dying off it was in the death throes it was croaking nine years ago when you would go the early versions of it on on facebook is you would go to post something like a political meme and it just wouldn't post and then it started where You'd be put in Facebook jail if you tried to or you were well, then before Facebook jail, you were limited to how many friends you could have. They were limiting conservatives. Right. Um, And then it just progressed and progressed to Facebook jail. And and we know where and then uh, the deplatforming of people, the, the algorithms that were keeping people from seeing your content, throttling it down. Uh, then we got into people, you know, having their entire accounts taken. It's been progressive. Um, but we, everybody stayed on Facebook, right? We're here. This did not happen overnight. 
This whole cancel culture, this whole persecution and prosecution of American citizens for their speech started nine, ten years ago on Facebook. And had conservatives walked away from Facebook when this was first starting, we wouldn't be in the situation right now. We got to we got to take a good look at ourselves and say what we have contributed to this and get active and starting it, I got involved with a new social media site called Our Free Nation. And and, and these new social media sites um, need to, uh, because Our Free Nation isn't the, the only new social media site, but it's one of the only ones that has no connection whatsoever to big tech. It's not like Parler. Today there's breaking news coming out with Getter, which is Jason Miller's Twitter clone, that his communications director is some far left libtard who just in january was tweeting anti-trump stuff it's like this person is is the equivalent of an aoc that's who get her hired as their communications director and then i see conservatives today on twitter saying um oh and and going back to 2016 she was she was crying uh that hillary didn't win in november of 2020 um uh or in january her anti-trump stuff let me see if I can p- quickly pull up some of the uh, comments that she made. Crying at my desk was really looking forward to telling my daughters about this day. Instead, we voted for racism, hatred, sexism. This is this is the communications director that's supposedly for, for the Trump site, Jason Miller's site. She went on to say other equally far left stuff uh, some conservatives defended that today and said well you know as long as she keeps her politics out of it we're going to be conservatives we're going to take the high road this is why we lose some site that's supposedly run by trump associates should should have absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with some far left libtard and then we got then we've got um the the movement if you will, of the F Joe Biden chanting that started out in college colleges. We heard it over the weekend at NASCAR. It's so prevalent everywhere right now that this that this NASCAR guy is being interviewed in the NBC report. I'm sure you all heard this story uh, by now. She pretends that they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. Why would anybody? First of all, you can clearly hear that it's not they're not chanting, let's go, Brandon. Um, but why would they chant, let's go to somebody who's already gone? Right. Already won the race. I mean, <laughs> Um, but she tried, right? She tried to cover for it. Well, then um, Biden was going to Michigan, I think it was today, and he was met with all these protesters, including uh, a tank that was rolling down the middle of the street. Uh, not not a military tank. It was like a um, uh, like a snow plow going down the middle of the street with a, with an F Joe Biden sign on it. And so what is the response from um, some of these squishy, quote, conservatives? Laura Ingram, it's all over the news media today that Laura Ingram said, you know, was talking on her show how cringy this is. And she just doesn't like this at all. And it's like, this is why we lose. Do I think that's crass? Do I think it's nasty? Of course I do. But you know what? This is a movement that's going on in this country that proves, first of all, the most popular president in history. Are you kidding me? Think about how. Conservatives and the Republican Party could maximize this if they were to talk about it. You don't have to endorse using crass language to endorse this movement and, and what it stands for and put it front and center. Instead, she's got to bash it. She's got to do pearl clutching. Right. This is why we lose as Republicans. You think the left today is kicking themselves and getting all hysterical over the women that chased Kristen Cinema into a bathroom? No, Joe Biden came out yesterday and said, yeah, this is this is just the way it is these days. 
because he's not going to bash them because they were Democrats. And they want Kristen Cinema to be harassed in a bathroom. I'm not for harassment, but what I'm for is a Republican Party. There's a game being played, and either you're going to get in it and, and, and be a part of winning it, or shut up and go away. I'm tired of this weakness. I'm tired of it. We need to be proactive. We need to be pushing back hard. If we've got this this number of Americans that are in unison chanting this about the president of the United States who supposedly won 80 million votes, maybe the Republicans ought to, ought to seize on this movement and go, yeah, you know what? You're right. He's not the most popular president in history. This dude did not get 80 million votes. He Instead, needs, they're silent. He needs to be impeached. If I was a Republican elected office holder anywhere near that rally, I'd, I'd be out there too. support this movement. Because it's something that we can we can maximize, because it's tr- because it's it's a truthful display of 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 the distaste for Joe Biden and the tyranny that's being acted on this country. Somebody said today on Twitter, his 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 approval rating has to be somewhere near twenty percent. These lies in his poll numbers that he's upwards of forty. Who's there buying that? No way. No way. Absolutely no way. They wouldn't have to be using the attorney general's office to dispatch the FBI to go around to U.S. attorney's offices if his administration, what they were doing, had the support of the American people. They wouldn't have to, the Biden administration wouldn't have to be using the FCC to deny uh, anybody to be able to fly over a bridge in Texas to hide the illegals hiding under the bridge if the American people were on board with this. Andrea, the administration is failing at every level. If the American people were on board with this, they wouldn't have had to have General Milley sit there and lie to the American people that this was an operational success. They wouldn't have had to pull everybody out so that nobody could be reporting what's actually happening on the ground over there in Afghanistan. If he had the if he had the support. We could be putting this man out. We could be completely crushing him. But instead, we got people like Laura Ingram. Oh, it's just so cringy. It's just so cringy. You know what? You're cringy, lady. You're cringy. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got more to talk about. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. So I, I've uh, been getting some emails. Well, I always get emails. Um, listener, I guess, what, it must have been last night. It seems like it's already like Thursday, Friday. But last night, I guess we had uh, some lightning, some thunder outside the studio. It was pretty noisy. Yeah, and so I've gotten a few emails from people that they couldn't, that the transmission went out during the show. And so um, some people wanting information on uh, my guest last night, which was Thomas Renz. He was the um, lawyer that was on with the whistleblower information. So I've gotten some emails from people wanting to know how they could get information from Thomas Renz. And it's RenzLaw.com. That's R-E-N-Z-Law.com. And that's where you'll find everything that he was talking about last night. And as a reminder, if you missed the show, what he was talking about is um, Department of Defense um, documents, internal documents showing the truth about the vaccinations versus the unvaxxed. And a couple of things that he talked about, and these are actual documents from the Department of Defense. And you might be asking, why is the DOD involved? Well, you know, our, our military is kind of involved in everything these days. 
Um, like it or not, we're going to get into that. I've got an update on the Stu Scheller story that's kind of, um, it, he was released today. We're going to get into that. I, some people were upset with me today on my take on that. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, some internal documents from the Department of Defense, as we revealed on last night's show, uh, showed a couple of things. Um, the the uh, at least uh, 50,000 Americans have died uh, that are Medicare patients have died as a result of the shots. He then also went into all the other numbers, 8,000 in California alone. He went into other uh, numbers involving things like paralysis. I can't remember. Skins, do you remember the number of paralysis cases? That was shocking that he that he mentioned last night. Yeah, personally, I had heard about it a couple of times, but when he was talking about the extent of that, I was just like, wow, this is a real problem. Yeah, I had heard a few cases of paralysis. I think it was upwards of in in the thousands of paralysis, uh, blood clot issues like the Seattle mom who died the next day after getting the shot from... uh, it's called VITT, vaccine-induced thrombosis or something like that. Take a hard, so, a hard look at these g- g- yeah. the, the people listening out there because this is no joke. This is this is actual numbers from the U.S. government, um, people that have died from the vaccinations. Other information, key point, was that this is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Uh, the vast majority, at a minimum, I think it was 60 to 70 percent of all hospitalizations are people who have been vaccinated. In fact, the internal uh, and he said that was a low number because they were only recording people that have been considered fully vaccinated, which is people who have had more than one shot. Right. Um, and in this case, even boosters, um, whereas if you include people that have just gotten one shot versus both. Then we're talking about upwards of 80 to 90 percent of hospitalizations are people who have received at least partial vaccinations. Another number that he mentioned um, was another point that he mentioned as as documented by the Department of Defense was that um, and it was which was also verified in Project Veritas video that came out today with James O'Keefe guy on video saying from Pfizer, that your natural immunity is far more effective than anything from these Got shots. Got it on video, huh? It's on video, corroborating what, what Thomas Renz reported last night, the Department of Defense, saying your natural immunity is far greater. Um, so that's some of what was reported last night. You can get more of this information from RensLaw.com. And you know, back in 2019, Andrea, before, you know, all, all the confirmed cases, a lot of people were walking around. They had this extended sickness that was going around. A lot of people might even have the antibodies and not even realize it. Right. And um, the, the, one of the things that Thomas Renz said last night, these are not safe or effective. Um, this, is, this is about power. It's also about money. It's one of the things I was thinking of. I wasn't going to spend much time on this, but over the weekend, I watched the documentary about Britney Spears. And you might be saying, why would you watch that? Because I was curious about what had gone on with this conservatorship that she's been. I found it fascinating. Well, it's um, if you I, I if you haven't watched the documentary, you don't really know the depths of the evil that was involved in this conservatorship. And I was glued to it because I saw the parallels between what has gone on with this Britney Spears conservatorship and the game that's being played on the American people in the end game here. And let me give you a couple of points of an analogy here. This documentary was done by by two journalists, one of which had known her years ago. 
and um, was brought in to have to try to do some clandestine meeting with her in a bathroom to try to get to get a document signed. Here's what's gone on. This is, the I think, the first of its kind in the United States where this was, it was supposed to start off as a temporary conservatorship and it became permanent and became something called a new business model. A new business model. Think about that for a moment. Her dad was able to get complete control, a conservatorship, not only of her estate, but also of her person. Meaning she no longer existed. She, as a person, she no longer exists. And as such, she, she was not even in a position to even hire her own attorney. There was a court appointed attorney uh, for her. That was compensated, and at this and at this point, uh, to the tune of almost four million dollars. So he had a he had a financial incentive, and this conservatorship, and her dad continuing this conservatorship, and she and and she was not allowed to hire her own attorney. So she had no representation. You don't have anybody speaking for you. Her her entire life and her person was taken away from her. I don't know if I'm articulating that well, well no, you enough. Are. You're very clear. When you have when you you have a court that basically says you no longer exist as a person, your person is now in every aspect of your life and your person is being controlled by somebody else. And you can't even hire an attorney to fight this in the courts. What do you do? She was a slave. That's some serious evil, Andrea. Well, it is. And if and I want you to think about this in regards to what's happening with these government controls over our life with COVID. Here's some similarities. What voice do we have? What recourse do we have in terms as individuals when we, we don't have any we don't have any any representation for us at this point with these government the government came in and shut took your job away from you, took your shut down your business, said you couldn't people couldn't come into your church told landlords that you didn't have the right to ch- to charge rent to somebody that signed a contract with you. Overstepping our, bounds and telling us what to do for a year and a half. Our persons have been taken away from us. She was in this in this documentary. It shows a video of her to where she wasn't even allowed to drive a car without it, her own car. It had to be scheduled and planned. And she was only allowed to drive it for 15 minutes on a closed off road. You would think that in that situation that this woman would be so mentally un, uh, unbalanced that she that she wouldn't even be able to operate a vehicle. Yet she was demanded that she work like a horse. She was required to work. And and not only was she required to work, but her estate worth 50 million dollars, she was only allocated $8,000 a month in an allowance. Sounds like a lot of money, right? Except when you understand that her father this new business model of conservatorship, he had complete control over all of her money, was able to force her to go to work and took and took a large lion's share of the proceeds. Doesn't that sound like the government right now? We're going to force you. We're going to force you business owners to work. We're going to take. We're, and when you and she went off on tour and earned 40 million dollars, still only got an eight thousand dollar a month allowance. And he got most of that money. And when she managed to meet somebody in a bathroom to try to get her own uh, her own uh, attorney and sign some documents that were presented in court, they took money from her to pay her dad when he tried to fight it in court. There were documents that were revealed about stimulants she was forced to take, and her dad said, yeah, these stimulants have her perform better on tour.
They drugged her. She has no say-so over whether or not she, she has further children. She has no aspect of her life that's free. She has to, had, to, had to ask permission just to even go on a date. The, this should not, this, she is literally a slave in the United States of America. Her dad, I think, based upon this documentary, stepped down, but the courts have not released the conservatorship. Our courts are corrupt. Our courts have allowed not just that to happen to Britney Spears, but we're all Britney Spears now in a way, if you think about it. What's so different between her life than what the Democrat Party and what Gavin Newsom's done to, Amer- to, to citizens here in California? What's the difference? Not much. Kids don't get it and they don't give it. But you're going you're gonna to be forced to jab your kid with, the, with this, these experimental substances. We're, we're, they're in the process of forcing us. We don't have any say-so on anything. They now are seizing control over our bank accounts. And if you've got over, if you've got a bank account with more than $600 in they're it, they're watching you. They're, they're watching you and they're looking to come for your money. The IRS, the only government that has the right to seize your, your assets and seize your property. And you got to fight to get it back. We are all Britney Spears. And we have nobody representing us. You know, I'll ask Andrea, where's the Republican Party on this? We don't have any, we don't have any voice. Our persons are are being taken over. Here's the new business model for America. The new business model for America is for all of us is exactly what Britney Spears has been experiencing for 13 years. I I was absolutely blown away to the extent that the courts, because of one evil person, her dad, and you know who, and you know what? Her dad is no more evil than Fauci. By the way, final point before I take a break. His conservatorship continued, even though Britney Spears' ex-husband filed a restraining order and he is not allowed to see her children for 10 years because of violence and him kicking a door down. And yet he was still allowed to stay in control of her conservatorship. We need to wake up and realize what's going on in our country. We're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to talk about this Stu Scheller because he's annoyed me today. And I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Um, just looking up and seeing a sad local story. It looks like this guy with this yummy-looking food truck, Roland Roots, uh, his truck burned down. So that's he's, sad. Yeah, and he's asking for help from the community. Our restaurants have suffered so much uh, with uh, you know these COVID you know mandates and shutdowns. And you know, you I know. visited a restaurant, Andrea, back last weekend. They said they opened up November of 2020, and they've uh. somehow managed their small restaurant to stay open till today. I mean, I, I can't imagine the the stress that is on these families. Well, he's saying that it's uh, hate crimes. Um, I don't know if it is or not. Speaking of which, in, in addition to the Attorney General Merrick Garland, the FBI uh, being weaponized against Americans. Uh, now, on, on top of that, going after parents as domestic terrorists, the FBI has not gotten one uh, one major investigation or terrorist attack thwarted. They messed up the whole Brian Laundry thing. I mean, it's just been one failure after another. Meanwhile, what are they focused on uh, besides January 6th? And uh, now parents, uh, they're actually launching some hate crimes reporting campaign in Alaska. The old snitch and ditch 
Uh, they're wanting you to call up. They put a they put a snitch line on for people to report. I mean, you know, that's just pre WW2, you know, Germany going on there. Um, you know, we I think the FBI needs to be gutted top to bottom. Completely. Completely gutted. It's just another example of why, and I've said this before, and I've been saying for years, it's not just a few at the top. It's the entire culture. How could anybody say it's just a few at the top when something like over 90% of everybody at the FBI voted for Hillary Clinton? Okay, that's just crazy. All right, so Lieutenant uh, Stu Scheller. I have been a supporter, not of him necessarily personally, but when I heard that this lieutenant colonel had spoken out um, it was specifically about the Afghanistan. What what we what we were led to believe about this guy was that what prompted him was that he was apolitical, never been political at all. This is according to his parents. And then the the Afghanistan collapse, which was clearly not an an issue of incompetency, but it was clearly planned um, because as as you could tell at the hearings, where you know Millie and McKenzie and others had to admit that they advised. Uh, the the uh, Biden administration to keep troops there, that Bagram would have been a better choice, et cetera. So this was clearly an intentional uh, destruction of and surrender. So when he when Scheller initially spoke out and gave his resignation, I thought, well, I, I applauded that. I, I don't like a violation of the chain of command. But if you're going to violate the chain of command, let it be for standing up to saying enough is enough. We uh, 35,000 veterans called suicide hotlines as they watched Afghanistan collapse because we gave 20 years and treasure and lives going on over there that our military leadership. This was about this was about a, a, a military mission crisis is what I thought he was speaking out about. And while I don't support a violation of the chain of command. I thought, you know, he should be willing to give up if he's going to violate the chain of command. You don't do it the right way. And it seemed like he was going to do that, right? That he was going to sacrifice his uh, retirement, give up his rank, offer his resignation and go out as a free citizen and speak up against it. And he should go out that way because he violated the chain of command. Right. Then lo and and then um, he was given a gag order which I had a problem with because why is Millie able to be going around talking to book authors and bad-mouthing Trump and doing media, and, and this guy's got a gag order. So again, I'm not about the individual. I'm about, I, I, I don't advocate for people, right? It, po- politicians, I don't. I, I advocate for ideas, and I don't like disparate treatment. I don't like, I didn't like that Hillary, I didn't know Christian Saucier personally, but how dare Hillary Clinton violate the Espionage Act, and this guy get thrown in jail for a year for six photos on a phone, Right. Um, so, then Scheller, so he's given a gag order and he violated it. So he ends up being thrown in the brig. And I thought, well, again, disparate treatment. Vinman, uh, violated gag orders. Vinman spoke out as a whistleblower and did it in the incorrect ways. And, you know, he, he was never thrown in the brig. So again, the issue for me is disparate treatment. It's never been about this person as an individual. That's not how I analyze things politically. I don't get emotionally attached to people politically. It's one of the reasons why I don't have a, I'm an equal opportunity criticizer because I don't I, I'm not invested in, in strangers who I don't know. Well, and as much as you liked what Trump did, you're also very critical of him, which shows you that it was all about his ideas. But when Trump slips up, you're the first to point it out. Because because, I, you know, if, if I don't know anybody personally, how do I have an emotional attachment? And that's part of the problem that we've got is that people get emotionally attached to individuals. Right. And then when they then when when the truth comes out, like Fauci, that they've been duped or the person is not who they said they were, then they then they don't want to admit it. Right. Right. 
When somebody shows you who they are, you need to believe them. I think that was Maya Angelou who said that, and it's absolutely true. And if you don't allow yourself to become emotionally attached to somebody um, that you don't know because of politics, then you're going to be you're going to be able to. Or if you do allow yourself to be emotionally attached, then you got problems, and we're feeling that today. So that brings me to the latest. Um, and and somebody pointed out today on Facebook, as I was critical of Scheller, beware of anybody who violates the chain of command. And that's absolutely true. So fast forward. So Scheller, before he got thrown into the brig, had done a Facebook post to where he ranted against Trump. And I'm going to read you what he had to say. President Trump, I was told by everyone to kiss the ring because of your following and power. Who told him to kiss the ring and how? Lieutenant colonels are not told to kiss any president's ring because you never have access to a president of the United States when you're a lieutenant colonel. That's for chairmen of the Joint Chiefs, right? That's for the head of CENTCOM. That's for the Secretary of Defense. That's not for a lieutenant colonel. Nobody told you to kiss the ring. What kind of delusions of grandeur does this dude have? Get over yourself, man. He goes on. I refuse. While I respect your foreign policy positions, why are you even talking to President Trump, your former commander in chief? Why? This supposedly, you're supposedly some apolitical person who only decided to speak out because of, because of what went down in Afghanistan. Why aren't you ranting to Joe Biden right now about American citizens that are over there right now being persecuted? Why are you going back on the dude who didn't, who didn't leave Americans there? The dude who took out Soleimani. The dude who ended ISIS or, 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 or diminished ISIS. No, you're going against Trump. I hate how you divided the country. Trump divided the country. Now, now you're now you're telling me you've got the, the cognitive power of Joe Biden. I don't need or want your help. You do not have the ability to pull us together. You may even win the next election, but your generation's time is running out. Really? Tell your son to stop tweeting about me. Your whole family knows nothing about us or our sacrifices. Who is us? Bold capital letters. Your family is upset because you're thrown in the brig. Do you have any idea the sacrifices that that Trump has made financially, legally, mentally, and others, his family? You haven't faced even half of the smearing, the defamation, the threats that just Ivanka Trump has faced. Every day for four years. Every day for four years. You think you think you you cornered the market on some sacrifice and being in in the crosshairs of anybody? I could never work with you. I'd rather sit in jail and be released with the dishonorable than make compromises in my belief. The fact that you just went after your former commander in chief is grounds for dishonorable. Look up the uniform code of military justice. You jack wagon. I'm outraged over this. He deserves a dishonorable. He got out of jail today and he's facing charges and he should. And let me tell you something. Just because somebody wore the uniform of the United States military does not mean that they get to commit crimes. It doesn't mean that they get to violate the chain of command. And it doesn't mean that they get some some type of victim status, martyr status, where they get to they get to pull this kind of crap. Millie wore the uniform, too. So did Major Nadal Hassan. There's people defending him today. Oh, and then he then he printed. Oh, here, here's his clarification. Because people, so I put out there today when I when I saw that he had made this statement, I said Bozo deserves to stay in the brig. 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I withdraw my support from him. And people were unhappy that I withdrew my support from him. Like I'm supposed to continue. Why am I supposed to continue to give him support? What has he earned? This man, he, he not only, he, he attacked Trump's family. He's never mentioned Millie by name. He hasn't mentioned McKenzie by name. No, he went off on a rant about Trump and Trump's family. You support that? He actually attacked General Flynn. If somebody said to me today on Facebook, a dear sweet man said, well, you know, he deserves context. What context can you put that in? There's no context for me with that. This is he is the is an example of how the military has been corrupted. This is not a man who's on my side here. Somebody said, well, we need to we need to give him a break here. And and, you know, we all need to stick together in the fight for what this man is not on my team. This man is not on my team when he's attacked General Flynn, but he hasn't attacked Millie by name. And Trump not, and his family. And Trump's family. This man is not on our side. This man is an example of everything that's wrong with the culture of our U.S. military today. This man is a, is a libtard snowflake, is who he is. Thinks that his emotions, that he's got a right to spew his emotions. Instead of follow orders and do as he's told. You want to spew your emotions, you do it after you get out. There was a right way to go about this. There's a $2 million fund that was started on behalf of Eddie Gallagher. How did Eddie Gallagher, hey, hey, Stu Scheller, how did Eddie Gallagher get, get, get out to, to start this foundation? I think it was clemency granted by Trump, wasn't it? The dude you're railing against. Show me that you, you were saying that Trump, let me read the clarification. I've had such a strong reaction to my comments. Yeah. About President Trump. I felt a follow-up clarification was required. No, President Trump didn't divide the country. So why'd you say it? Are you just so thoughtless? So knee-jerk? So seventh grade full of emotions? Like a, like a seventh grade tweener that you, can't, that you can't monitor yourself? Did he expose the corruption in the DOJ media and other places? Yes. Was he the right person to expose the corruption at the time? Maybe. Is he honest, accountable, and full of integrity? No. Uh-huh. Would I want to work for a leader like that? No. You did. You did. And you still do. Because you're still a member of the U.S. military. And he's a former commander-in-chief. What I, uh, he goes on to say, someone who has the courage. I want, I want a leader that will bring us together. Oh, like Biden? Obama? There's no, you can't think that there's any way to bring us together. We need to be, there is no joining together those of us as conservatives who believe in in what this country was founded, the U.S. Constitution, and the communists in the Democrat Party, including Mark Milley, General Milley. There is no bringing us together. And I disagree wholeheartedly with the conservatives and media today beating the drum, beating the drum, beating the drum all day long about how we got to move to red states. There is no such thing as a fully red state. And with the way that, that power is being centralized, picking up and moving is not the solution. Stop pushing that out on people. There's too much federalization going on right now in our policies. He goes on to say, my sons, uh, I want someone who has the courage to defend our country when called. The U.S. military is supposed to be under civilian leadership. And they are not required to have worn the U.S. military. Ever read the Constitution? The one you're supposed to defend? This guy is no better than Bergdahl to me. That type of person is the only leader I I want in my corner. I respect all opinions. No, you don't. 
I'm not asking you to agree with me, but at least consider my perspective. Considered and rejected. Coughed up like a cat coughing up a furball. Then he ends it with a great insult of much love. I hope you're court-martialed. I hope you're stripped. And I hope nobody ever gives you any attention again. Your, your 15 minutes are up, Lieutenant Colonel. Taking a break. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Believe it or not, I actually have a little good news story I'm going to end the show on. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, I got a... I got to give you guys a crazy story. I'm coming out of Germany, right? So this isn't here yet. Um, But there is a German car park that unveiled diversity parking spaces. (laughs) That's right up there with tree equity. uh, Right. Uh, And they're reserved for LBGT drivers or migrants. But what what if you're an LBGT migrant? Right. Don't they count? How do you and, and, and how do you I don't know how this works. Um, they this uh, the Hanauer Parkhouse company built three diversity parking spaces in an underground car park underground. Why are you making the LBGT and migrant community have to park underground? That's kind of that's kind of racist, isn't it? The city council said they will help people who feel, quote, a special need for protection. How is having a designated parking spot protection? It's not at all. I guess I guess protection from the rain, maybe because it's underground. I mean, this is the yeah. You know, I mean, the article goes on to say that in recent years, Germany has become a top destination for migrants fleeing persecution and poverty in Africa and other parts of the world. So, um, you know, uh, 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 let's give them a, a, an assigned parking space, upfront parking space, and only three. How does that help anybody? They only have three people that are LBGT or or migrants that have come to Germany. He said the spaces were built to be a conspicuously colorful symbol for diversity and tolerance. He said they were not necessarily meant to be used by a separate group of people. So then what's the point? If you said they're supposed to be for people so they can be safe, what's the then what's the point? I don't I don't get it. Um, All right. Your good news story is the Supreme Court has rejected D.C. voters getting to have representation in Congress, making them a state. Yay! Great news. See you all tomorrow.